This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, what is happening, my friends? It is great to be with you today. Do you remember your first real job? I mean, my first job was pumping gas at a gas station on Saturdays. It was about a mile from my house. I was probably about 12. I'd ride my bike or I'd walk there. I pumped gas. I checked oil. I cleaned windshields, checked tire pressure. But it was full service. You get the picture. And I was raking in the dough, making a cool $2 an hour. But I'm talking about your first real job, the job that you looked for, that you probably wanted. You did your homework. You might have had to fill out an application and likely interviewed for it. It may not have been your dream job, but you were on your way. Maybe it was hourly. Maybe it was salaried. But you were excited to have a job and a way to earn money. And then the day comes, your first real payday. Maybe it was a physical check with a real pay stub, or maybe it was an email with direct deposit and payment details. However it was that you got your first paycheck on your first payday, with it came a blinding flash of reality. You were confronted with a perfect storm of confusion, frustration, and disbelief. Your response was likely the same as everyone else's I've ever talked to. Where is all my money? (laughs) Right? In that instant, you have just been introduced to the money moment of taxes. Guys, taxes have been around a long, long time. In ancient Egypt, cooking oil was taxed. It was called a fat tax, and it's one of the oldest known taxes. You couldn't reuse cooking oil or cooking alternatives. They had no choice but to buy it. But guess what? Well, of course, it was only sold by the monopoly controlled by Pharaoh. Wow. In 1795, England put a tax on the aromatic powders, you know, that people used to put on their wigs to make them white. Well, as you can imagine, that tax led to a dramatic decline in the popularity of wig wearing. In New Mexico, if you're over 100 years old, guess what? You are tax exempt, but only if you are not a dependent. And in the state of Kansas, untethered hot air balloon rides, guess what? You don't have to pay sales tax on those because they're considered transportation. However, if you're on a tethered hot air balloon, one that's connected to the ground, it's considered to be an amusement ride, and therefore you have to pay sales tax. Well, thank goodness that Dorothy and Toto made it when they could, tax-free with an untethered hot air balloon. They made out like bandits. Well, and the jokes about taxes, I'm not going to get into all of them, but here is one of my favorites. Why are accountants always tired when they get home? It's because their job is so taxing. (laughs) 
Uh, look, don't roll your eyes at me. I know you like that joke, and I know you're smiling right now. And I will bet you, you will repeat that joke, if not by the end of the day, before the end of tax season. Okay, look, we all pay taxes. And when we pay taxes in the United States, those funds go to support the government and our country for Social Security, health care, infrastructure, paying off national debt, supporting our defense, supporting our veterans, and much, much more. I did want to point out a few interesting insights because the Bible has more to say about taxes and related topics than you may initially connect to this topic. So I wanted to share today three scripturally key insights around the money moment of taxes to help you be encouraged around this often challenging financial topic. Change for Your Dollar podcast with host John Putnam on the Hope On Demand Network. You're listening to Change for Your Dollar with John Putnam. Key insight number one, honor for God. I know this may be oversimplified, but taxes are only due on property you have, items you buy, or income you earn. And when it comes to income tax due, you only have to pay it if you earn an income. And if you earn an income, that is a blessing. Or to say it a different way, The fact that you are paying taxes is the result of earning income. And your ability to learn, study, work, and earn your income are direct gifts of God. And if they are direct gifts of God, then those gifts and the results of those gifts, such as earning an income, are to be used to honor God. And one way we show our honor for God and His external provision to us is using a part of that provision for our temporal taxes. I love the way the reality of provision and honor to God is communicated in Philippians 4, 16 to 20. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Back to Change for Your Dollar with John Putnam. Key insight number two, respect for authority. As you read the Bible, it's obvious that tax collectors were not held in the highest esteem. And paying taxes created anxiety, stress, and often oppression. Yet, tax collectors are the main focus of so many biblical stories. So you can imagine how the following scripture must have affected those who read Paul's words in Romans 13, 5 to 7. It says this, Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. 
pay to all what is owed to them. Taxes to whom taxes are owed. Revenue to whom revenue is owed. Respect to whom respect is owed. And honor to whom honor is owed. Let me share with you a question to ponder. I have asked this question to friends, I have posed it to clients, and I often ask this when I'm presenting my one-day workshop in churches around the money moment of taxes, and it's this. Are you joyful when you are paying your taxes? I mean, think about that for a moment. Are you joyful when you are paying your taxes? I think if we're being honest, I think most of us would probably say no that we're not really joyful. And when we look at our income and the amount of taxes that are coming out, it can put us in a very negative place. So it can be difficult to keep a positive attitude and outlook about taxes. However, this scripture tackles this potentially very challenging money moment head on and reframes it into a reflection and guidance and encouragement and turns it into a matter around respect of authority. Think about this potentially very challenging money moment of taxes and how that reframing opens the door to positive kingdom impact and opportunity. One taxpayer, trying to be joyful about paying his taxes, remarked, I tried to pay my taxes with a smile, but it turns out they prefer money. <laughs> oh, even around a challenging money moment like taxes, a little laughter can go a long way. Change for Your Dollar podcast with host John Putnam on the Hope On Demand Network. Getting to the heart of your finances. This is Change for Your Dollar with John Putnam on the Hope On Demand Network. Okay, key insight number three, opportunity for ministry. There's a popular story in the Bible that I'm sure you're familiar with it and you've heard it before, but I'd like to share it with you and shed a little different light on the story and an idea of how we can use its example today. In Mark 12, 13 to 17, it reads this. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. Because that last line of that scripture, and they marveled at him. You and I both know that the topic of taxes comes up quite often in conversation, usually not as a trap like in this scripture, but as a point of concern or complaint or sometimes even stress. And whether it's a question from a friend, a comment by a coworker, or discussion over lunch or dinner with your family, this is a popular topic for discussion and debate. 
As a follower of Christ, like any interactions around a particular topic, it opens up an incredible opportunity for ministry, just like this scripture where the Pharisees presented Jesus with a question, challenging him, trying to trap him. Yet, what happened? He was prepared. So I want to challenge you the same way. Be prepared for this opportunity for ministry because your opinion, your words, and even your attitude directly reflect on you and your faith. And you can use the first two key insights that I shared today as conversational topics that shape your view around taxes and give you ways to influence the conversation with scriptural wisdom and encouragement. I mean, who knows? It may be a simple conversation among friends or neighbors or coworkers about taxes that creates interest from them in your personal relationship with Christ. As I'm finishing up today, I just want to remind you that taxes are a lot like the weather. Stick around a while, they are going to change. <laughs> But unlike taxes, one resource we can hold on to that never changes is God's Word. And yes, it has much to share and much more to share than what I've shared today. And we'll be covering some of those topics in the future, especially some of the practical aspects around taxes. But I wanted to start today with this introduction around three key insights, that it's an opportunity around honor for God, respect for authority, and an opportunity for ministry. And I pray as you prepare for taxes each year that these three key insights will help you think maybe a little differently and respond with confidence and clarity. And also, I pray that it would encourage you and empower you to approach this money moment of taxes with fresh confidence, a joyful spirit, and a thankful heart. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change For Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.